Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. Australian-owned and supporting communities, the arts and you. Join Lumo Energy today for a brighter essay. This is Sports Day. Hey, good evening, David Wildey, Dan Menz with Open Line one 736 736 for Just Quality Home Improvements and Irrigear. To save time and water, Irrigear is here. Irrigear offers expert advice and better irrigation solutions. Dan, good evening. How are you? I'm going well, Wilds. How about yourself? Good. I watched a bit of the baseball today, the American sports. Uh, they're all coming together now. NBA starts tomorrow. We're at the finals of the, the baseball. So um, I know you follow that closely. Yeah, I do. I love all the American sports. And we will, at the end of the show or back end of the show, we will do a little prediction on the NBA, the upcoming season. Uh, we'll touch on the NFL. But yeah, the baseball, the World Series is about to kick off later this week. So I'm and, really excited. And last night I stayed up reasonably late again and saw Afghanistan beat Pakistan. And um, gee, once again, Pakistan find ways to lose. Oh, but they do. The Minnows, Afghanistan, um, Rashid Khan didn't have a massive game, but he bowled very tightly, but just good to see. And their spinners had a young lad on debut, I think took three or four wickets, really enjoyed his uh, bowling to left arm Chinaman. Yeah, Noor Ahmed. Um, yeah. So they, they has two wins now for the Afghans. Uh, they obviously have done the job, which not many would have expected, but with their bowling attack, you don't want to play against them, in particular over, particularly over there in India, because... We know the pitches spin and turn. So if you don't make enough runs against Afghanistan, you're in a little bit of trouble. And it was a great win. It was a convincing win. And um, well, their openers put on plenty, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Um, they they made it look easy. They Pakistan seven for two hundred eighty two, and then Afghanistan come out two for two hundred eighty six in reply, with an over to spare, eight wickets in hand. Uh, they did it comfortably and. It was a really good Gerbaz and Zadran, 65 and 87. But, um, yeah, it was really, really easily done in the end. Yeah, no, I, I thought they did uh, pretty well. So um, we can actually hear from the Afghan captain too. Have a listen to this. Quality cricket that we are playing from last uh, couple of years. The belief was, was there when we playing Asia Cup also. And uh, at the start of the tournament, I said that we want to make this tournament historic for our country people. Mm. So first was England, today Pakistan. And looking forward for the other games, inshallah, we will try our best to play positive cricket and um, uh, do a lot for our country. There was Shahidi there, the captain of Afghanistan. Now, we'll just, if we look at the table briefly, and we might jump into this a little bit later in terms of who we actually think will finish in the top four, but Afghanistan are now in sixth position. They've won two. They've lost three. No one will give them any chance of making the semifinals. You've got to be in the top four. But this is their next two opponents, Sri Lanka, who are struggling. Could win. And Netherlands, who are the worst Could team win. in the competition. So, what do you need to get in, five or uh, six? Six, I reckon. So they, they are every chance to be four and three. With only a few games to go. And then after that, they take on Australia. We will be level with them more than likely on the table. And they will be within touching distance of the semifinals. And if they played a spinning wicket, oh. uh, that'd be a rough chance, wouldn't they? That'd be a real chance if it's on a good turning pitch. I'm not sure it is one of the better turning wickets, which is good for Australia. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a great watch, the Afghanistan cricket team at the moment. We know Rashid Khan, obviously our own Rashid Khan, the strikers, Bowler is playing for them, and uh, he's he's doing a great job, and their whole team is. So I hope that they get over Sri Lanka and Netherlands, and it makes it really interesting. What are you hearing about Travis Head? What's the latest there? Yeah, look, Travis, whether he's right for the next game, I think he might miss one more, but he's certainly going to come in. It, it sounds like he's definitely going to come in at the top of the order. Um, but also the, the spin option might also help us. We'll have a listen to Andrew McDonald here on that. 
Yeah, he's been bowling. One of the benefits of obviously the left-hand fracture has been he's uh, able to bowl in preparation back home. So you'll see that today at training as well. Um, he'll have a good, good bowl and that gives us a, a third spinning, spinning option. Coach of the Australian cricket team there, Andrew McDonald. Really important that we do have that third spinning option because India certainly does... South Africa does with their all-rounders. We know that Afghanistan certainly does. So it's going to be important that we add that dynamic to the team. We had a great discussion last night whether he comes straight back as an opener. I still would like to see him come in at four or five. Yeah. And and because we know he can go. I know they said perhaps he's not as strong against spin, but he was strong against everybody last year. And I'd hate to see someone like Boomer or, or anyone fast smack him on the fingers and do it again because that would really it would be no good for his confidence either. You know, it wouldn't be. I mean, everyone's probably got different opinions on this. I'd like to see him come in at three, to be honest, and tell Warner and Marsh you can go for it. Absolutely, have a crack, which they've been doing. If if they fail, then he comes in, and and if one of them, if two of them fail, then you've got Steve Smith to come in and steer the ship at number four, and then you've obviously got some bigger hitters after that with Maxwell and and the like there with Inglis and potentially Stoinis. Um, so. Yeah. It does sound like he's still going to open. What would be interesting, though, Wills, is when we take on the Netherlands, if Travis isn't ready to go, which by all reports he's probably going to miss one more, they'll err on the side of caution, Mitch Marsh and David Warner could come out and make another 100 each. It's and then hard. you've got to leave it there. Well, you how have do you to. change it then? Exactly. Exactly. Uh, the good oil, that was good oil too from Dan Menzel. Thanks to Cobram Estate, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil, grown, harvested and first cold pressed in northern Victoria. Just remember that name. I've used it myself. It's a great product. Cobram Estate. It's grown, harvested and first cold pressed in northern Victoria. The one good thing for Australia about all these upsets at the moment is that we know we didn't start the tournament well. And by it's only a 15-man squad. So it, it was risky to carry Travis Head yes. into that. And it looked like it maybe backfired the first couple of games. But a couple of losses to those teams around us, your Pakistan's, even South Africa, dropping a game to uh, the Netherlands. But England in particular has oh. just opened up beautifully. And we'll have a listen here to Andrew McDonald uh, on the risk of carrying in the injured player there with Travis Head. Andrew McDonald number uh, nine. On, on number nine. Okay, if we can, there we go. We said at the start of the tournament there would be some risk associated with carrying an injured player and, and some people didn't think it would be possible. Um, he's on the ground now and it is possible and that's really exciting for us. Yeah, well, he's back and let's hope that he stays back. Um, number to call to if you want to give us a ring at any time is one three hundred seven three six seven three six. just as Troy has. Hi, Troy. How you going, boys? Going well. Um, good on you. Hey, Dave, doesn't Travis Head have a bat in his hands? He does. He does, but I've seen a lot of yeah, guys no. with bat in their hands break fingers and break hands and get knocked out too. <laughs> oh, okay, David. All right. You didn't get my pun. That's fine. Yeah. I'll get on with subject. Um, <laughs> concussion, boys. I've been hearing a bit about, about it, especially today on you know, all different forms of media. And I tell you what, these dinosaurs that live in the past, um, duty of care, the, f the stupidest one I heard today, that the person on the receiving end should have duty of care of themselves. Well, no, it's the person now it's bumping. And, if I, and David, you know, um, you know, you, me and Malcolm have had these discussions over the last however many years we've been on the air and when you are bumping you are not going for the ball 
right? So the object of the game is to get the bloody ball, not yep. to knock a bloke out. Yeah. Senseless. And the duty of care is with the person that's doing the action. And I tell you, the other thing is the judiciary system, mate, within the AFL, which is exactly what happens in the real world. And my father's 92 years of age. Now, um, he says uh, the rules are there for the crims. Well, the rules in AFL are there for the offender and not the um, person on the receiving end. Yeah, no. They need to change it. Well said, Troy. I, I think the duty of care can come in somewhere, Dan. If Remember that Nick Revolt mark running backwards 100 mile an hour yeah, and, and the pack are coming now. If he gets hurt there, because you're quite entitled to come the other way and go for the ball. And that could have been a train crash, couldn't it? So sometimes, I think sometimes courage, uh, too much courage can get you into trouble. I think you do need to be aware of what's around you, though. Sure, what Troy said is right. If someone bumps you and hits you in the head and they go, but there are the 50-50 ones too where, you know, I think you, you've got to look after yourself in some instances uh, yeah. Courage, courage goes out of it. Yeah, it's interesting. And a little bit of that is coaching, to be completely honest. Uh, 10, 20 years ago, it would be, you go back with the flyer, I don't care if you get knocked out, that's your job for the team. I think that's shifted a little bit because we, we don't want a guy knocked out. So one, that hurts our performance, but also I don't want a guy missing a few weeks and potentially then the after effects as well. So I think coaching has shifted a little bit too uh, away from that. But I also think the AFL has, is going down that pathway because we've seen it in oh. American sports. And when <coughs> as soon as money comes into it as well, then uh, it's pretty important when there's cases. So they are the suspensions are starting to get higher and higher. It's the biggest problem going forward, isn't it? Concussion and, and ramifications. Who pays what? What are you... What are you entitled to down the track? Hello, Johnny. Hello, Roots, Dan. Hey, fellas, um, I just heard a podcast earlier on from Ian Chappell saying that Garfield Chambers was not only the best cricketer of all time, but by a long way. Oh, we... We know to get along with Bradman. We know to get along with Bradman because of Vicky or Richardson. No, he said said the best cricketer. And he's two... He's three and one. Three and one. Yeah, I know that. I know that. But he, but he said on this particular podcast, he said he's the best trigger of all time and by a long way. Well, I, what what he's saying probably is like he's taken nearly three hundred Test wickets. He's averaging fifty eight with a bat, and he's a wonderful fielder. Yeah. I remember when he played here, John. And I asked Neil, the late Neil Dancy. Now, I asked him. Um, oh, um, Sir Garfield actually presented my hat in um, in primary yeah. school stateside. So I have I've met him. His ball yeah. was. Born with six fingers on his hands. Did you know that? Yeah, I know. And he kept them, yeah. I think, until he's a, a teenager. But Neil Danzi made the comment, the reason we won the Shield in the 60s, we had the best three cricketers in our team. And they're all Gary Sobers. Best bowler, best hey, bat, best fielder. What's Ian Chappell like? Now, he can be contagious and all the rest of it. Cody swears by him. Cody loves him all the rest of it. Love him. Love him. He's a bit pig-headed. John, I've I've met Ian many times, interviewed him many times. Pig-headed, strong, but that's what made him such a good cricket himself. He he gave cheek to the fast bowlers sometimes, too, not the other way around. But, uh, no, thanks, John. Just on um, Sobers, his record. And what what he'd be saying is, it's a bit like Gilchrist. I think Adam Gilchrist, in my time, is the best cricket I've seen because he's a wonderful keeper as well, as well as averaging for most of his career, high 50s in the bat. 
impacts the game in, in all forms. So that that's what that is. And um, again, not that I would have witnessed him playing, but six fingers on one hand. Yeah, he was. Too. Another thing about Gary Sobers, he he played um, single figures golf, left hand, right handed. Wow. So he's pre- you know pretty good. Not yeah. bad even play yeah. single figures either hand, but uh, he could sure. play both. So. Uh, Gary Sober's a wonderful crick and Ian Chappell, certainly. Uh, KG says, best by miles. So did Neil Dance, as I said. Coming up on the show, thanks to Luma Energy. You've got to switch to the affirmative there. Join Luma Energy today. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6, 528 kilometres of range now. It's getting better and bigger all the time. Scotty Ninnis, 36, has had a, uh, a good win on Saturday, a bad loss Thursday night. True or false? And which players need to improve at Geelong? And we're also going to look at the NBA and the the World Series baseball. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. Australian-owned and supporting communities, the arts and you. Join Lumo Energy today for a brighter essay. Welcome back, Sports Day SA. Still to come, Scotty Ninnis from the Adelaide 36ers. But time now for true, a Tuesday's true or false for just quality home improvements. Experts in roller shutters, plantation shutters, outdoor blinds, artificial lawn and roof restorations. You can do a lot with those shutters these days. Okay, I'm going to open the batting with true or false. True or false, Dan Menzel. Australia will not drop another game in the World Cup until... A final. Uh, I'm going to go with false. I'm just going to go with play the percentages here. We've still got England to go. We still have New Zealand to go. Uh, there's been plenty of upsets in this World Cup. I think we'll probably drop one more. Okay, that's fair. True or false, Wilds? Uh, I'm going to go with, on while we're on Australia and cricket, Adam Zampa is Australia's most important player for the rest of this tournament. Well, you're probably right. I think... Um Although I'd, I'd have him up with Maxwell. Maxwell's not making any runs, but yeah, he's bowling okay. But point. you're right. As soon as um, Zampa got wickets, Australia win, and they win pretty easily. Because I think at times the fast bowlers look a bit pedestrian. So, yeah. no, I'll go true there. I think it's uh, that's very good. We sort of spoke about this last night when we looked at the improvements, and I've been been rattling on for a while, but I believe this to be true. I wonder whether you do. The Crows will finish above Port next year. Yeah, I'm going to go with true. Uh, although I do like what Port Adelaide's done in the trade period, I think it's, I think it's going to be pretty close. But again, I just think the draw will be in Adelaide's favour in comparison to Port. So I like what the Crows did this year. I think they will take another step. Doesn't a lot with these two teams though depend on injury? Imagine Huge. a Butters or Rosie dropping out, or Taylor Walker doesn't play, and Adelaide suddenly look. Don't look like the side they were. And Taylor Walker's, what, 34 next year? Yeah, I mean, you mentioned Butters and Rosie. Imagine if a Rankin and Dawson miss games. It, it does. Oh, it's huge. It's huge for every team. But, yeah, I agree. Injuries will play a massive factor into who finishes higher next year out of those two teams. With the NBA starting tomorrow, Woods, and we'll get on to the NBA uh, in the last segment of the show, LeBron James is the greatest player in any sport over the last 20 years. This is his 20th season this season. For the last 20 years, he's been the best across all sports. I'd have him certainly true-ish. I, yep. mean, and he's, I think he's arguably now the greatest ever basketballer uh, ahead of Michael Jordan. But I remember when Tiger Woods was dominating, and it's probably just before, well, it was 1997 yes. from so on. just over 20 years now. And, and he dominated sport. like He was like the Bradman. I think both are like the Bradmans of, of yep. their 
So, yeah, I'm happy to go with that. I think LeBron James, what, 39 soon, uh, just and, and suiting up again, and he'll be a big part of the team with the he, Lakers. He will. It's massive. I mean, I, I wrote down a few that could maybe put their hand up. Tom Brady's won seven titles. Uh, you got Leo Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo in the soccer, and then the Joker and Feder, Federer and Nadal in the tennis. There's plenty of, plenty of good ones, but I think LeBron, yeah. But no the, one's come close to LeBron in the last 20 years, have they? Probably not. For what he's done. Mm. He's getting an old His man. His longevity, incredible. Unbelievable. Okay, true or false, Travis Head will come in. We know that. And it's going to be definitely Labashane that goes out. True. Without a doubt, that's true. He's the one? With, without a doubt. I think that we've seen with Labashane and Smith in there, we've looked a bit slow at times. Well, Smith hasn't done a lot either, has no. he? No. So I, I wouldn't play them both, um, is my point. So... And I think with Stoinis taking wickets last game, but yeah, also his firepower him. as well, yeah. you you need that in terms of the team dynamic. Um, so yeah, I would. Uh, I think that's a certainty to happen. Last one from me: Wills, true or false? The thirty sixers will make the playoffs. No, I yeah. think that's false. Oh, look, I've got Scotty on later. Don't tell him we said this, <laughs> but I, I'd say no because I think once again there's teams with bigger budgets and they get. Some some really good imports, and we haven't got one at the moment. No. Uh, Vasilovic is a great entry into the side. He's he's a wonderful player, but God, if they they're two and five, yeah. If they lose to the Breakers, which they'll start a hot favour, they'll be two and six. Yeah, it makes it tough. Go to Perth. Yeah, no guarantee. No game's easy. That's nah. a problem. Yeah, there's no easy game. No. Okay, you got the uh, the leg up. The leg up did okay today. Did really well. The leg up, Australia's fastest growing tipping service. Get a leg up on the bookies with Australia's fastest growing tipping service. That's legup.com.au. Did really well. Mauricio, they backed in yesterday at Cotton and today it was about 280. Ran at 190 and did it well. So a great tip there from the leg up. Tomorrow's tip is at Randwick Kensington. Race six, number four, Waikiki at 550. So this is a horse that got held up in the straight last time. They called it a forgive run. It looks really good at odds. So that's race six tomorrow at Randwick Kensington, number four, Waikiki. Yeah, they've got it currently 5.50. Remember what you're really gambling with, what's gambling really costing you. Hey, just before we go to the break, we were touching on the ODI World Cup. I want to know who you, your top four is. We're around about the halfway point now. Who's yeah. your top four? I'm pretty confident here at the moment. I've gone India top. This is in where order. they'll finish up. Yeah. I've got South Africa second. Yep. I've got New Zealand third and Australia fourth. Wow. How are you looking? We have gone the exact same. Snap? India, I think India will finish on top. I think that's pretty obvious. South Africa, look, is the next best team. New Zealand for mine in third. And I think Australia does finish in fourth position, which would mean that India and Australia would play each other in the first semi. South Africa and New Zealand will play each other. Now, I think India will be hard to beat. Yeah, I do too. India, Australia could... Still finish second, third, or fourth. Without but I a think doubt. India are the the ones up there. Yeah, and so you want to finish second or third. You'd like to avoid India until a final, and then anything can happen in a final. Adelaide Strikers women win by four wickets in the twentieth over over Melbourne Stars. Two balls to spare. Well done. They made six for one thirty four versus six for one thirty three. They needed to get back on the horse here. Catch every NFL game this season with Game Pass only on DAZN. Visit NFL DAZ dot forward. Dot com forward slash NFL. Coming back shortly with Scotty Ninnis.
Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. Australian-owned and supporting communities, the arts and you. Join Lumo Energy today for a brighter essay. Sports Day SA, David Wildey and Dan Menzel. Uh, the number one 736 736 for just quality home improvements. And Tyre Power, the great race sale now on. Get into your local independently owned Tyre Power today. Well, the 36ers, it was a mixed bag, down last week. In the first game, I think, was it Thursday night they played? Concerning the thir- first it game. It was concerning, well, we thought. Our man Scott said that their defence is very good, usually, and uh, they gave up more than 100 to South East Melbourne. Yeah, but at least they came back Bounce and, back beautifully. and won against the Wildcats, and boy, did they need that. Scotty, welcome. Welcome, boys. You're only as good as your last game, so we're okay at the moment. But well, uh, you, you're right. Thursday night was uh, there's no way of dressing it up. I mean, that game wasn't up to scratch, and uh, yeah, we've been in we've been in every game we've played pre- pretty much for the most part. But uh, the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix game was just just not uh, not where it needed to be. But uh, fortunately, you know, we get the, got the opportunity two days later against Perth, and uh, yeah, any time you can beat Perth, home or away, you'd certainly take it. Scotty, take us after the uh, the Phoenix game and losing so badly. Um, were there? Did you? Did the boys? Did the players have a meeting in their own? Did the coach and the players? How did it go? Because uh, I mean, the season's on the line. You lose again, and it's almost irretrievable to to come back from that if you'd lost on the Saturday as well. Yeah, absolutely. Look, the players uh, got themselves together. You know, had a players-only meeting on the Friday, and the Friday was was a very, very light day. There, there was nothing, um, you know, no weights, no team training, um, a few weights for some of the development players and that. But the players decided to get together themselves and 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 uh, you know talk out you know what had happened the night before. And um, I, I think that's that's great. Sometimes you know they can. You know, we can bang on about a lot of stuff as coaches from time to time, but, uh, you know, they got together and, and, you know, hashed out, you know, some of the issues that they, they thought were, were some of the problems and, and they responded. And, and I, I think that's a great thing when you when you do lose a game and you you have a really poor outing, you know, the best thing you can do is, is to, to have an opportunity to turn that around as quickly as possible. So, you know, two games in three days... Sometimes this isn't ideal, but for us, I thought it was really important to get uh, get back on track quickly, and we had to respond, and, and fortunately, we did. Yeah, it was unacceptable, like you said, and I, I felt for you guys and, and CJ. Um, <laughs> you can't shoot the hoops for them; you can only get them out there and try and get them primed. So, and then then you turned the Saturday game, and you, as I said, it was such an important game; you could not afford to drop that. Absolutely, you know, and, and and you touched on it defensively. You know, we've been we've been pretty good for most most points most times this year. You know, Sydney and Phoenix were the obvious ones when, you know, they both scored over a hundred. But apart from that, we, we've kept teams in the eighties and we've done a pretty good job. So, yeah, that that you know that has to be a constant. I mean, you, you know, you can. You know, sometimes the ball's going to go in the basket, and sometimes it's not. And, and it, it, you know, it's an imperfect game, and it's, it is a game of mistakes. But you know, the things you can control is your defence and your rebounding. And, and when that's not up to standard, that's uh, that is disappointing. And, and that's certainly what happened against uh, against the Phoenix on Thursday night. But uh, you know, that we just played with a with a lot more spirit and a lot more emotion against a, a very talented Perth squad on the Saturday night, and and. You know, like we got the results, so you just need to 
you need to bottle that and make sure that uh, I said to someone after the game on Saturday night. I mean, I, you know, I can accept losing because you certainly aren't going to win every game you play. But you, you know, you can accept losing when you play to a standard that that you should never drop below. Um, and unfortunately, that that's what happened with the Phoenix. But um, you know, we, we played with the right sort of energy and emotion on the Saturday night. And, uh, it, yeah, it was a very pleasing result, obviously. So just on that, Scotty, the next game is against New Zealand. Over there, Thursday, 5 o'clock, that game is... You must take a lot of, or at least the playing group, must take a lot of confidence out of the Perth game, but not just from the game, but in particular that last quarter. He kept the Wildcats to just 13 points in the last quarter. Should be a really good opportunity to springboard that momentum into New Zealand. Yeah, you're right, mate, and that's what it has to be. I mean, New Zealand, New Zealand is, uh, you know, is, is one of the toughest ass in the competition. But um, you know, everybody has to do it at, at, at times, and we should. We we should, you know, we should glean a lot of, um, I guess, positivity and, and uh, you know, from the way we played on Saturday. And you know, I, I don't think there's any team out there that scares us. Yeah, we know we know New Zealand are a very talented team, but you know, coming off that uh, that win. Springboard is is exactly the right word. You know, we need to use that result to to start moving forward. You know, we've already dug ourselves a, a you know a reasonable hole at two and five, but uh, you know we get that and and then we go back into Perth a week after. We you know a team who we we know we we've played well against in in both games and and. You know, we'd like to think we probably should have beaten them in Perth the first time. So, yep. you know, if we can use that, you know, that that game on Saturday night as a catalyst to, to go into New Zealand and, you know, get that win there, uh, you know, our season's back on track. So, you know, once again, we, we, we're a little bit... Uh, we can't have too many more lapses now. You know, the lost column, column is obviously more than where we would like it to be at this stage. But... Um, you know, once again, everyone's in a good headspace at the moment. We, we've trained really well this week, so hopefully we can uh, turn it around again on Saturday, on Thursday night. And Scotty DJ Vasilovic, he's he's been good so far, 17 points to 15 points, but I still think his his shooting's going to get even better. I'm just waiting for him to explode. Are you expecting him to see those 20 point, 20 high 20 point games in the coming games? Oh, absolutely. I mean, he's yeah, he's. He's been great in the first quarters or first halves in the two games that he's played. He's probably, I think, in the first game, you know, he fatigued in the second half, and and that was probably understandable. In the that previous week, he'd flown flown from the US to Adelaide. You know, we had all the, you know, all the hoo ha with with getting the clearance from him. And I know that that took a bit of an emotional toll on him because you know we we weren't sure when. Or if he was going to be able to play, yeah. um, you know, with the Sydney Kings playing a bit of silly buggers with that, but so that that wasn't, you know, that wasn't a shock that, you know, he sort of died a little bit in the second half of that first game. I think, you know, the Perth game, you know, he maybe tried a little bit too hard in the second half, and probably he would say himself some of those shots he, he took were, you know, probably not the, the best shots. But look, he is going to explode. You know, there, there's no question there's. Yeah, there's 25-30 point games coming up, and and that's really exciting. I mean, he gives us a legitimate focal point. But I, I think what I've been as as happy with is with him is his ability to pass the ball as well. And, yeah, and his I was assist. talking to someone today. You know, some of the you know some of the times he was able to get you know drive to the basket and you know get those little touch passes to Isaac Humphreys was. Uh, 
you know, it was a little bit reminiscent of a couple of years ago when a young Josh Giddy was throwing those passes to, to Isaac Comfries and, um, you know, it's exciting. They've already, you know, forged a pretty good relationship on the court and, uh, oh, look, he's going to be very, very good for us. There's no question about that at all. Scotty Ninnis there, Gift. Isaac Humphreys set the tone. It's the best game I've, I've seen him play and I haven't seen all the games he's played, but... He can be frustrating at times. He's nearly seven foot tall. Sometimes he's really aggressive. Other times doesn't seem to be as. Is it a case of getting your best and worst a bit closer together, Scotty? Because I really feel he can be a barometer. If he plays well, all the other guys can jump in behind him. He's such a big man and he shot well. And as I said, I sort of, he set the scene for the win. Absolutely. Now, he would tell you he's not nearly seven foot. He would tell you he is seven foot. Okay. I've got my doubts myself. I reckon he's, he's six or eleven on a good Collingwood seven-footer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I think that's right. I think, um, you know, we can't have him, you know, scoring two points one night and 26 the next as, as what happened in those two games last week. And I, I think, you know, there's there's a happy medium there with some consistency with him. And, and look, a lot of it is the way we use him as well. You know, if we if we just settle for the three-point shot and we, you know, we don't attack the basket, it, it does limit his opportunities. And, and certainly in that Phoenix game, you know, he got into some foul trouble stages of the game, which did limit his core time. But, um, look, I, I guess the pleasing thing with him is, you know, physically he, he's good. You know, like he, he doesn't have some of those injury problems that, he has had over the last couple of years but you know he gives us a real focal point and he doesn't need to score 26 every game but you know like if he can as as you've alluded to we find some consistency where he's you know he's getting 15 16 you know 18 points you know night in night out uh, that makes us a very very tough proposition so he's obviously a very very important part of our team moving forward yeah i just feel scotty is aggressiveness when he's on He's such a big man, get out of my way sort of thing. But in other days, he doesn't seem to have that. How do you fire him up? Is He he, he seems fairly laid back off field, Isaac. We've, we've spoken to him quite a few times over the years. But I, the great players can do that every night. And he, he had a great performance, but he needs to do more of that. He does, he does. And, and he's, he's, he is laid back. He's, he's the nicest guy off the court. And um, I'd I love the fact that he was playing with with emotion and, and, you know, celebrating, you know, on court. And, and that really that really drove, obviously, the home crowd, but him himself. So, yeah, that's, that's um, you know, that's something moving forward. I think when he can play with that sort of, uh, you know, spirit and emotion, and, it's, and once again, it's not always, you know, about scoring baskets. I mean, he can... He can block shots, you know. He can he can take big rebounds. He can do some stuff that's important as putting the ball in the basket for us. And and yeah, it is about developing that consistency with him, and uh, it's keeping him healthy. You know, making sure, you know, we got the right you know workload for him during the week of training to to get the most out of him on uh, on game nights. And that's that's always something we're working uh, working towards as well. He's going to be, need to be good against the Breakers because is it Cheatham who, who scored 30 points for them in their game against Melbourne? That uh, is he the number one man we've got to stop Thursday night to get the win? He's a problem. He's, he's <laughs> uh, you know I, I watched uh, I, I watched him their, their game on the weekend and uh, you know like he, he's an athletic beast and can and can do a lot of things and, and we saw that in the preseason. Um, against them as well. So, look, with them, there, there's 
you know, there's a lot of weapons. You know, you, you've got you've, you know, their guards are uh, you know unbelievable. Some of the best guards in the competition, and um, they've got a lot of depth, and they've got a lot of a lot of ways to beat you. So, yeah, look, Cheatham is is, is someone that will you know be be at the top scouting um, and we did a lot of that uh, you know this week at training and look I think you know just as a bit of an aside I think our you know I think our game plans for the most part have been been really really good and as I spoke about defensively we've for the most part we, we've we've been very good so um, look I, I think it's not just you know, a Jacob Wiley or, you know, an Alex Starling and Isaac Humphreys on, on a guy like Cheatham or, you know, it, it is very much team-based, as, as you know, in, in this sport. So uh, we need a game plan for, for a lot of their guys because, you know, they are super talented, but um, there's no reason why we can't go in there and knock them off on Thursday night. Scotty, just before we let you go, the NBA starts tomorrow. We're about to do our little bold predictions once you jump off the line. Who do you like this season? It's a long season, but is there one team that you could see winning it this year in the NBA? Oh, wow. That's uh, right. It's such a long season, <laughs> 82 games. You know, <laughs> Depends on how many games some of these superstars want to play. I, I like the fact that they've... Yeah, they've brought in this rule now that you have to play a minimum of 65 games to be considered for any awards. Yep. Uh, I, I reckon I reckon you might see a little bit of, uh, you know, some of this loading or whatever they crap they call it now with these players missing game. You know, you, you sort of start uh, touching on their ego about now you might not be eligible for uh, for these awards. I think you might see a few more of them playing uh, this year. Um, I, I, I loved what the Denver Nuggets did last year you know, with Jokic, Jokic and Jamal Murray. But I'm going to go, I reckon Milwaukee. I Ooh, think the addition, I like it. Um, I, I like Milwaukee. You know, Giannis is, is incredible. You know, Lillard, uh, Lillard deserves an opportunity to, to challenge for a championship. Mm. But uh, they're probably my two for now that I would uh, go with. Well said. Good luck against New Zealand, Scotty. It'd be nice to get a away win. Thanks, boys. Yeah, really appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, we'll give it our best shot. Scotty and Innes here talking Adelaide 36 is currently 2-5. and five. They've got New Zealand away, followed by Perth away. OK, this is Dan Menzel's segment. Lost in the wash thanks to Toolkit Depot. Tools, equipment, safety gear and workwear. Toolkit Depot, everything you need under one roof. Equipment, safety gear and workwear. So I mentioned it to Scotty then, Wilds, that the NBA kicks off tomorrow. And so we're just going to touch on the NBA briefly. Uh, two really good games if you want to tune in tomorrow. 10 a.m. here in Adelaide. It's the Lakers taking on last year's champions, the Nuggets. There's a bit of heat in this one as well because there's been a few words between LeBron, LeBron, uh, Anthony Davis and the Denver Nuggets coaching Ooh. staff and players. So there'll be a little bit of heat in this one, as there will be in the next one, which is the Phoenix Suns taking on Steph Curry and the Golden State Warriors. So two really good games to kick off the season. I want to know, Wilds, who you think might potentially win it this year. I want to know an Eastern Conference winner and a Western Conference winner. Now, Scotty went with Denver and Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Well, Denver, I'm definitely going with. And Nicole uh, Jokic is my favourite player. So will he be your MVP for this year? He will be. Yes. And he... 
he probably had claims, to be fair, last year he could have easily been. Without a doubt. They they like, I feel like they like mixing it up over there. They like giving it to someone different. LeBron's a great example. Nah, he won it last year, so we'll go with James Harden or Russell Westbrook's got a triple-double. I agree. Jo- Joel Embiid was unbelievable last year, but I feel like Jokic. And, and Jokic not only scores, but it, you know gets his 15 rebounds and, <laughs> and can get up to 40 points, 30-40. It's, it's incredible. And assists as well. His triple-double rate's incredible. Um. I don't mind Milwaukee. Uh, Boston Celtics, too, they, with, with Tatum and, and co, they're always around the mark. Yeah. And they need to keep their roster fit and healthy. Well, they brought in Chris Stats Porzingis as well uh, to that oh, roster. Oh, the big fella, so they got, big seven-footer. Yes, yeah, so they got Porzingis that's come in. They've got Jeru Holiday from Milwaukee, as well as you mentioned, Tatum, Jalen Brown. They're going to be very good. Wow. So you, you're going Boston and Denver in the finals? Yes. That'd be great With Jokic, the MVP. MVP. I'm going to go with the Milwaukee Bucks. Like Scotty Nina said, I really like Damian Lillard coming in there with Chris Middleton and Giannis. Giannis will be my MVP. Nice. I think they'll win the most games this year, which means he'll win the MVP. But the other team I really like is the Phoenix Suns. They've got Bradley Beal now at their point guard. Kevin Durant, if he stays healthy. big changes, aren't there? Devin Booker is going Booker. to be unbelievable. But I really like the addition of Yusuf Nurkic. So they brought him in from Portland. They had DeAndre Ayton, a number one pick, and it just wasn't working for a couple of seasons. So Chris Paul's still there? No, he has gone to Golden State. Right. There's a lot of movement in the right. NBA, isn't there? So um, it's going to be enthralling this season. Like I said, the Lakers and Nuggets kick off tomorrow, but followed by the Phoenix Suns and Golden State Warriors. But there you have it. I've gone with the Bucks and the Suns, and you've gone with the Celtics and the Nuggets. Just, uh, just quickly before you turn off basketball, um, how long can LeBron James going for it. I know he looks after himself. His body's a temple. Uh, Giannis is the best athlete I've seen. But I tell you what, LeBron's in the same conversation because he's a lot, lot older. He is. And still, still can... What, what is he? Close? Is he 40? Uh, LeBron's 38 years of age. 39 um, this year. But about to turn 39. Wow. Isn't that just incredible? His, his consistency... Over a 20-year period in the NBA, he is without a doubt the best player in the history of the NBA over a long period. I, the longevity, I think so too. I mean, Michael He's Jordan. He's past Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan, in terms of the greatest of all time, I I understand people saying that, and I probably agree with that. But in terms of duration of the career. He's done so much more than everyone else. Well, even stats, purely yeah. stats now. Yeah. Um, at, their, at their very best, Jordan probably for mine still, but LeBron over the, the longevity is incredible. So while we're on American sports, was, let's turn to the MLB, the baseball. Uh, not a lot of people potentially here in Australia follow the baseball, but we're about to go into the World Series, which is the grand final effectively in the AFL. Today, it was uh, game seven between the Texas Rangers and the Houston Astros. Now, we mentioned two Texas yesterday. Teams. Two Texas teams. The team, what do we say yesterday? The team that has won every single game has been the away side. We mentioned what happens? Probably Houston looks pretty good today. Well, they were the home team. They didn't win. No. The away side won again. The Texas Rangers won. So they have gone them. into the World Series. Absolute shellacking in that one. So they've come from a below 500 record. Uh, it's been an incredible turnaround for Texas. So they are into the World Series with an 11-4 win over Houston. Game seven between the Arizona Diamondbacks and the Philadelphia Phillies is tomorrow morning. So, Are you being strong on Philadelphia, haven't you? I, I love what Philly has done. Uh, they were in the World Series last year against Houston. They got beat. So I loved seeing teams that lose a grand final effectively come back the next year and right their wrongs. I think that they will win at home tomorrow and will take on the Texas Rangers in the World Series. Yeah, Texas is in some great form too there. Yep, I'll go with you. Um, but I'm looking for the NBA start too. And what better game, as you said, 
Denver v the LA Lakers. Yeah. I've been to a few games. You've been to a few. I there? have. I've been to all, all three. We'll touch on the NFL in a second, but being the NBA, the MLB, and the, it's incredible the atmosphere and the way they do it over there. Even the ice hockey is not bad oh, too. Ice hockey's great as well. Crazy. It, um, nah, it is so good over there, the American sport. And the last one we'll finish on is the NFL. I asked you off air. I didn't, wasn't sure whether you had an NFL team or not, but um, who who is your NFL side? Well, it, it's the Minnesota Vikings because my daughter lived there for two or three years. They've now moved to Atlanta, so they're going to have to swap their allegiance. Oh, I you meant Minnesota. I was like, what do you mean? Uh, I haven't seen that. Oh, your daughter's vi- moved to Atlanta. My yes. daughter, is um, she married an American who's a oh. pilot over there. So I went to the Vikings game, and they played the Baltimore Ravens. Yes. Just the atmosphere. went on forever, but we were singing there all dressed up in our purple. Yep. Everyone wears the colours yep. going to the game. But now I think they'll probably move to Atlanta after change allegiance. Okay, that makes sense. I mean, the Minnesota Vikings did play today. They beat the San Francisco 49ers, who a lot of people have winning the Super Bowl this year. It was an impressive win, 22-17 to over the 49ers. So the Vikings up and down, but they are going okay. My Philadelphia Eagles, 6-1 and on top of the standings. No surprise with the other team they played in the Super Bowl, the team they lost to in the Super Bowl last year, which is the Kansas City Chiefs, who are 6-1. and who have about 500 million more followers now as well after Taylor Swift's been at their last few games. Oh, with, Kelsey, with uh, Travis Kelsey. Kelsey yeah. Yeah. yeah, good so, stuff. Incredible stuff in the NFL. Hey, Beaumont Tiles are giving away a trip for two to America's footy's biggest game, over $70,000. Just shop in store at Beaumont before November 12. You're in with a chance. T's and C's apply. Just as we finish, we looked at the Crows and Port Adelaide last night. Who needs to improve and what have they got? Felt my look at Geelong. Oh. I just feel Geelong's reign is over. They're getting an old side. But um, for them to even stay in the eight, yep. who needs to be their big winner? Yeah, it's a good question. So you're right, we did. We we had a look at both those teams last night, the Crows and the Power. And we talked about if they are to make the eight or if they are to exceed on their expectations or how they, how they fared this season, who needs to play well? So it's not necessarily which kids need to come through. It's who needs to have good seasons. So Geelong finished in 12th position this year. 10 wins, 12 losses and a draw. For them to make finals next year, I've picked five players that I think need to have really okay. good seasons. Let's see if we let's see if we concur. Yes. Yeah, so I have at number one Jeremy Cameron. Yeah. Now snap. He was very good for the first half of this season. Then he got hurt, didn't he? And then he, he got concussed. Hurt. Yep. Without a doubt. Now it shows that if he can get back to that form, they they will make the top eight next year if he gets back to arguably the best player in the competition. So their forward line, then you've still got Hawkins there. You've got Brian Myers who had a fantastic year. Yep. You got Brad Close. Yep. Uh, and they've got uh, Stengel. So yep. they've got the nucleus of their premiership forward line. They really do, and they and they showed it two years ago. So I think that if he is up and firing and arguably the best player in the comp, they will make the top eight next year. I'm going to go to the other end of the ground. Sam DeConing. Got him in my five Ooh, two. Two from two. So the reason I've got Sam in there is... One reason is Asava Radicalier is now gone to Port Adelaide, so they don't have the depth there. But again, remember him in their premiership year just oh. just over a year ago. He was outstanding Huge what he year. did. And if you look at the two grand finals from last season, Darcy Moore played at one end and Harris Andrews played at the other. Yeah. You need a very good key defender if you're going to contend. Can we make it three from three? Who's your next one? I am interested to see if you've gone this way. I've gone with one of my favourites, Cam Guthrie. Oh, of course, he didn't play most he didn't of the year, play did he? Much this year, which is a massive reason as to why they struggled in the midfield and they didn't make the final. So, Cam Guthrie, he's 30 years of age. He's still got time on his side. Uh, we 31 this year. He, uh, if he can get back to his best form, their midfield looks so much better. I've got one, Mark Blixav, so uh, who also got injured, did his hamstring badly in the last yep. bit, and 
He's a wonderful player, can fill in a number of positions. And I think they need him as a swingman. When he's fit and firing, he runs all day. Yep. If he can get back, to, he's won a couple of BNFs too, hasn't yeah, he? Yes, he's so, outstanding, the roles that he plays. Um, I had him on the periphery. I, I went Guthrie over him. Um, but the other two I've got, Jack Henry is one I've got. So he's a little bit of left field. But again, if he can get back to his best, he's had injuries throughout his career, he can certainly hold down a spot up forward, but more importantly, down back for the Cats. And he can be an intercept defender. He can play a lot of roles. I think he's really important. Uh, who have you got as your four? Well, I've got, I'd like to see Holmes, and young Max Holmes, yeah, who missed the grand cool. final. Uh, he was okay last year, but could I think he's a better player than that. Yep. And the other one is... Obvious one is Dangerfield needs to find whether you can at his age, but we know if he can keep his body sound, yep. he's still got a lot of footy left in him. Yeah, without a doubt. I actually had Holmes in mine as well. So we've gone three out of the five. Well, Guthrie, I forgot about. Yes. That's a, that a good get. Yep. So Max Holmes, uh, Danger talked him up that he could win a Brownlow one day. He um, His upside is huge. And if he can get back to that level again next year, that will really help their outside run. The other one I didn't put him in, but Tom Atkins, I think, is important to their midfield mix as well. Are they in your eight? Uh, at, I haven't done it yet, but at this stage, just missing. I've got them right on the cusp, either mm. just in or just out. Well, that's a good show. I really enjoyed tonight. We've covered a lot of ground, basketball and also America. We'll do it all again tomorrow. Uh, bye for now. Bye for now. didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. Australian-owned and supporting communities, the arts and you. Join Lumo Energy today.